This is Rush to Reason. You are going to shut your damn yapper and listen for a change because I got you pegged, sweetheart. You want to take the easy way out because you're scared. And you're scared because if you try and fail, there's only you to blame. Let me break this down for you. Life is scary. Get used to it. There are no magical fixes. With your host, John Rush. My advice to you is to do what your parents did. Get a job, first. You haven't made everybody equal. You've made them the same, and there's a big difference. Let me tell you why you're here. You're here because you know something. What you know you can't explain, but you feel it. You felt it your entire life, that there's something wrong with the world. You don't know what it is, but it's there. It is this feeling that has brought you to me. Are you crazy? Am I? Or am I so sane that you just blew your mind? It's Rush to Reason, brought to you by Absolute Electrical Heating and Air, with your host, John Rush. All right, we are back. Myself, Andy, Charlie, Andrew Gruel joining us now. As I said earlier, he would be. Andrew, welcome back. It's been a little bit since we talked to you. How are you, sir? You know, and I've been waiting with bated breath until the next time we chatted, and here we are. Awesome. Well, I was telling Andy on the way to a break here, you know, top of the hour, that it's been a little bit since we talked to you, and I missed talking to you, so I'm glad you're back. So I knew we had a little, I don't know, honestly, it's just the way the rotations, you know, sometimes go and so on. But what's new in your world? You know, um, let's see. Uh, just still in the thick of the food world, and uh, bouncing back and forth. I moved some of my businesses out of California, so I'm bouncing back and forth from Indiana to uh California and uh, just trying to drive this ship uphill, if you will. Hey, Andrew, really quick here. Can you cite some of the big differences you see right away in running the businesses in California versus Indiana? Well, immediately it's, uh, you know, everything from just building out a restaurant, local jurisdictions, the ability to actually kind of make changes on the fly, not have to go through the extensive permitting process, dealing with multiple layers of bureaucracy, um, you know, in general, the demographics, the customers are actually a lot friendlier, to be frank, even though we operate in some, some, some uh, you know, relatively reasonable areas in California. You still get a lot of the people coming in from L.A., San Diego. It's very much me, me, me. Mm. Uh, it's that kind of limousine liberal mentality that uh, is not very, you know, for a state that prides itself on being worker-friendly, they sure as heck don't treat restaurant workers that well. Yeah, and by the way, Andrew, i got to admit I put that wrong. I put that improperly. What I meant to ask was, what's it like running a restaurant between California or America? Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. exactly. I mean, much, much California better. has become so anti-business at this well, point. I don't know how anybody stays there. Speaking of, that's partly why you're here, is there's a new fast food worker bill that I believe uh, is coming is coming across this Thursday. We explain what's going on there, Andrew. Because again, I, I said this earlier before you came on. You know, some folks would say that's California, John. Why do we care? Because what happens on the coast ends up coming inland. So we do care about what goes on out there, Andrew. Because what happens there is likely to happen here. Of course, and this, so this is. Uh, and thank you for that opportunity because I say the same thing. This is a template that they're looking to apply across America. Okay. And it's not one of those kind of crazy cockamamie outliers that you only see in California. This actually traces back to a federal case, the uh, joint employer case that was, you know, and I won't get into all the details, but effectively it started with um, McDonald's. And they said in 2010, I think it was 2011, the National Labor Relations Board under the Obama administration basically said, any franchisor 
uh, is responsible for their franchisees' labor practices, right? Mm-hmm. So if you're a franchisor, you license your brand out there, you've got mm-hmm. sub-franchisees, you've got all these businesses that are only using your name and license, you don't control how they do business, and by virtue of the franchise agreement, you're totally indemnified. Well, the, the, the government came in and said, nope, if they mistreat their employees, you're on the hook for it. Then, under the Trump administration, they, revert, they, they flipped that, and now it's back in court again. Well, this is a little piece of that, but on a state level. So what's happened in this FAST Act in California is, is that they've said, okay, not only are we going to make the franchise doors responsible for all the franchisees' labor practices, right, or mm-hmm. the licensees, right. we are also going to, in cities of 200,000 people or more, we're going to establish these fast food councils, and they're going to be made up of fast food workers, union reps, state government regulators, which in California is basically union reps, Mm -hmm. and the business owner. So you have this council of minds who will set the rules, the wages, the workplace rules, all of those elements for the business itself. So not just imagine you've invested a million dollars in building out a nice drive-through business. Um, That's about what it costs right now. Uh, it's your lifeblood. You put all of your risk out there. All, you know, you've taken on all of the risk. You put all your money out there on the line, and now your business is being run by an overweighted council of basically union reps. Right. What are they going to vote on? They're going to vote to pay themselves fifty dollars an hour. They're going to vote to yeah. do anything and everything that's going to hurt the business. Why would you invest in a business in California? And furthermore, if you're a franchisor, why would you hold your business in California if you know that? You have absolutely no control over it. You wouldn't. And that is the template. That's the framework that they want to see across America. Now, on its on its surface, it sounds like it's just a pro-workers bill, right? Fast Food Act, giving the workers a little bit more control over their rights and what they get paid and whether they can take meal breaks. We know that that's not the case, those of us in the industry. I mean, right. I, I started my own business so that I could treat my workers better. 1.5% of all wage theft violations come out of the restaurant industry. It's 80 you know, or I'm sorry, so 98.5% come from other industries, and yet they're targeting the restaurant industry. Mm-hmm. I mean, the numbers just don't add up to right. justify a bill like this. Well, just, the other thing, too, that I think that they're trying to do, and this has been, you know, I've talked about this on air numerous, numerous times, even with you, and Andy and I have done this. Unless I'm missing something, and things have really changed dramatically since I was a kid. Working in any kind of a fast food restaurant was a job that you took when you were young. It got you through a particular phase of your life. You learned a work ethic. You learned different things, how to have a boss, on and on we go. And it was a stepping stone to go on to bigger and better things. And unfortunately, whether people like it or not, that's what it used to be. I'm assuming, Andrew, that it still should be that way. My my fear is, though, we've now got an entire political class and a party out there saying this is a career, and these individuals now need to make career wages for being in a fast food restaurant. These were never planned on being careers in the first place, or am I missing something? No, you're entirely correct. And there's career opportunities within... Sure, the if you want to stay there and become a, a manager, store manager, district manager, on and on we go. I mean, every employer out there is always looking for good people. So is there a future there if you want it to be? But if you're just looking for that stepping stone, that's what that job was designed for, right? Of course. And we still have people, probably 70% of our labor force is exactly that. People who are utilizing the industry either as a stepping stone 
as an intermediary, as a bridge to the next job, as an opportunity to make some cash, an opportunity to, to uh, you know, kind of fill hours because the demand is there and it's a utilitarian skill that you can kind of learn outside of what maybe your college-educated skill is or your ultimate dream job is. It, it, it is there for those purposes. And, of course, for those who want to stay within the industry, they can they can move up through the industry. But let's now go outside of the, this kind of conversation as to the granular details of what's happening with the bill. The real goal here is to have the state and the government step in and effectively control right. private business. Right. That's what this is all about. And, you know, the reason they're targeting the fast food chains, because this bill does target fast food chains, like it wouldn't necessarily apply, you know, if, if, if it's a city of 200,000 or more, which is the threshold, which I think is an interesting threshold, right? It's not about the size of your business. It's about the size of the city, right. which is really interesting that it's population-based. Mm-hmm. Um, but effectively what it does is it puts government regulators and these union reps in control of your business, and that's what they want. They do not want entrepreneurs to exist they are the enemy. Private business owners are the enemy. And what they can do is that they can effectively not just unionize, but they can actually control businesses by taking the biggest businesses first, which are the large multi-unit fast food mm-hmm. chains in California. Yep. Biggest business, biggest um, um, group of fast food owners in the country is in California. And and look, Colorado could be next. Yep. Um, just as easily. I mean, this bill. Once these things pass through assembly, they go through committees and they become live. Every other state's going to take that. That's right. And say, look at what California did, yep. and the progressives are going to start high-fiving each other. That's right. Okay, Andrew, I want you to make two predictions. First of all, what happens, assuming this goes through? Number one, what happens to restaurant prices? And number two, when you look at these national chains, they're the ones who are most able to move, or at least move their resources and emphasize it in another state more than they do there. Close down some shops there, open up some more in Texas or Tennessee. What do you see happening next? Well, I agree. So what's going to happen is, is you're going to see some business, you're going to see a little bit of an exodus from the franchisor side. And, and um, that those numbers will be fudged, right? So, you know, we can sit here two years from now and say, see, we predicted this, look at the numbers. They'll fudge those numbers in the state. Oh, yeah. Um, and, you know, they'll get federal dollars to subsidize whatever losses existed there. And they'll still spin the story as this was incredibly successful. But the reality on the ground will be that, you know, People will be losing their jobs. Prices will be skyrocketing. People will be leaving the state. And, uh, you know, the next step from there is that all of the quality, right, the quality, the productivity, the efficiency is all going to go out the window. So you're going to start to have long lines. You're going to start to have really, really low-quality food. It's going to take a long time to come. It's going to take a long time to get out. And that's where you get into these kind of breadline scenarios. And I know that that seems hyperbolic. We're talking about just fast food here. But ultimately, it's the slow destruction of small business and enterprise, which we know drives productivity and it drives innovation. When you get rid of all of that, you end up with Venezuela, Cuba, Russia, you know, circa 1980. Yeah. Well, Andrew, let me jump in here before you run on to the next point, because that's too big. When you do that and you become a state full of long lines and slow service, you're going to affect tourism. Okay, because you're going to have people who come from other states who they say, hey, man, I'm, I'm, I live in Texas. I'm used to just going in, getting my food. It's quick. I live in Colorado. I live in Utah, whatever. I don't want to visit this place anymore. It's no fun. Yep. Yeah. And, and you know, th- those are the long, slow right. elements that, you know, start to kind of break down the economy. But if you've got the federal government kind of 
backfilling those coffers with subsidies and encouraging this with dollars and federal dollars, you know, depending on whoever is running the federal administration, that's where now you've got a situation where it actually perpetuates, perpetuates these, these problems. And before you know it, you know, you blink your eyes and, yeah, there are the bread lines. Yeah. I mean, you know, it's a long, slow burn, and then, bam, suddenly it's just, it, you see it. Yep. No, this is... Uh a good way to destroy an industry in a state, and then that goes across the country. And some folks would say, well, you know, why are you guys against somebody making a fair wage? You know what? I'm an employer, Andrew, and you are as well. I'm all for somebody making a fair wage. But certain jobs demand or, or you know, require a certain dollar amount to be given for said job. And what I mean by that is the lower the skill of the job, typically the lower money it's going to pay on a, a salary or an hourly type basis. The higher the skill level or the more intensive labor it takes to do said job, the higher the, you know, in other words, there's more value there and you're going to pay that particular individual more money. And again, I'll go back to what I said originally. No one ever said flipping burgers was going to be a career. Well, you're, you're entirely correct. So the, this, this idea of a living wage, which has been a real hot... Which I hate that I hate that. that term anyways, because it's different for everyone on the planet. Well, exactly. So the, 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 the key um, you know, calculator that they use to determine the living wage is the MIT's living wage calculator. And we actually use that as a reference. I do use that. I'm very, very passionate about not just paying people what they deserve, paying them more. Right. Because what I have learned as a business owner is you garner respect, That's how you keep them. loyalty, tenure. Exactly. Yeah, right. It's simple, right? Like that's right. You don't need a, a master's degree to understand that. That's yeah, right. but, you um, want, but Andrew, you want to pay the good ones that much. You want to retain well, the want, good and, ones. And you, you don't, don't want it across t- the board. Well, and, and Andrew, you and I don't want to be told by government what to do. We want to do that on our own as business well, owners, correct? Exactly. But let me, let me just point this out, right? So the MIT Living Wage Calculator... It's a, it's, a, it's a scale. So if you're a single person living alone, it's X. If you're a, um, a single person with one child, it's Y. If you're married with one child, it's Z. Right? So these numbers change based on the scenario of the person who's getting paid. So it's variable. And that's what's hilarious about this is they say, oh, pay a living wage. Okay, well, fine. Let's take, which isn't on this living wage kind of calculator, let's take the 17-year-old living at home, going to college next year, working a summer job. Why can't I pay him or her or they? <laughs> why can't I pay them six, you know, right. uh, um, eight fifteen hour versus twelve fifteen hour for the person who's twenty two and has a little bit more experience? Right? Why can't I make that determination? I have to be forced into paying that person the same amount of money that I'm paying the twenty five year old who's incredibly experienced. See, they have a variable calculator. Well, so do we as business owners. Right. We're not allowed to, but they are. Right. Right. I, you know, it makes. It Great makes example. absolutely no sense. I mean, once you start peeling the onion back and looking at the layers, you realize yep. there's something rotten going on right. there. How do folks learn more about this and follow this, Andrew? Well, you know, restaurantbusiness.com has done a phenomenal job okay. really kind of highlighting this. Um, that's, a, that's an industry magazine. But just look up Fast Act California, and you can read the details. It's a pretty clear-cut bill. And once again, anybody who speaks out about this, is good. what they do is it's brilliant, right? I, the same way they call the Inflation Reduction Act that has nothing to do with inflation. Mm-hmm. It's just a green, it's a green New Deal. Is they, They're going to say, what, so you don't want to treat your workers better? You don't want a bill that gives workers more rights? No, it's not about that. It's about setting the precedent mm-hmm. and giving the government the opportunity to step in and run the business. And that website, one more time? Uh, well, I, it, the, the restaurantbusiness.com does a good job. 
Yeah, but Fast Act is the name of the bill. Fast Act. Okay, perfect. That's what I needed. I'll put that in our notes, and we'll get that up on the website later tonight. Andrew, again, been a long time. Have you back sooner than later, and we appreciate all you do. Keep up the great work. We really appreciate it, sir. Thank you. You betcha, Andrew. Appreciate it very much. He's done great for all of you, and I was not going to say this when he was here because I didn't want to, you know, uh, make him feel awkward, but he's done a lot for the restaurant industry oh, in yeah. general. Oh, yeah. Uh, especially through COVID. We started interviewing Andrew, gosh, Andy, probably like April of 2020 when restaurants were really, really struggling. He started doing some things with a nonprofit and trying to help restaurants and their workers and so on. And, you know, he's got a, he's got a lot. So, again, goes back to that quote-unquote greedy restaurant owner. Um, he's not, but he understands how the economy works. Yeah, and, you know, he did more than help them with the nonprofit. I believe he also provided a template. He did. Which was probably followed by a lot of restaurateurs. Great way of putting it. Veteran Windows and Doors is next. And Dave would like to come out and talk to you about your Windows and Doors. In fact, if you notice some big leaks or, or you know, even draftiness things going on here with this cooler weather we've had, have Dave come out, get you taken care of. He he can uh, make your home have a higher joy score, is what they say. 303-529-0720. When you first heard about Veteran Windows and Doors, you were excited about their company culture. Finally, a company that treats you like a real person, that doesn't employ pushy sales reps or the use of high-pressure sales tactics. You've worked with the big national companies that focus on making the most sales and getting their products installed as quickly as possible. And you knew, after just one experience, that Veteran Windows and Doors isn't concerned with being the most profitable window and door company. Everything they did came back to their sincere intention to add value, comfort, and energy efficiency to your home through products and installation that they stand behind. Don't pay twice as much with a national brand, only to get a limited warranty. Pay an honest price and know your investment is covered for as long as you live in the home. Contact Veteran Windows and Doors at kldradio.com slash windows today or call 303-529-0720. That's 303-529-0720. All right, High Five Plumbing, we talked about it earlier. Don't skimp on plumbing. Call High Five today. They're looking for help as well. High Five Plumbing, 877-WE-HIGH-FIVE. Your main drain, a.k.a. your sewer, is crucial to your well-being and the state of your concern. That's why you can't just trust anyone with a project so important. High Five Plumbing makes effort to prove that you can trust them. Their service techs go through three different trainings in a week, one general, one technical, and one service-based. They ensure their techs for your peace of mind. When you need to replace your sewer line, making the decision of what company to go with is high stakes. High Five Plumbing puts their principles in action, showing you reasons to trust them instead of telling. Don't wait until your drains are backed up, you smell sewage, or your home is damaged by leaking pipes. Call High Five Plumbing, 877-934-4445 or 877-WE-HIGH-FIVE. High Five Plumbing, where every call ends with a high five. NGOs, non-governmental organizations, are used by the radical activist collectivist left to push forward the Davos elites and World Economic Forum's agenda that by 2030, you will own nothing and you'll be happy. On the next Kim Munson show, Dr. Jill Vecchio uncovers the identity of many of these organizations. Dr. Murray Sabrin discusses how libertarianism can save America and explains that America currently has a one-party system, the Washington Party. 
All this Wednesday, 6 to 8 a.m. with encores 1 to 2 p.m. and 10 to 11 p.m. right here on KLZ 560 and KLZ 100.7 FM. Stay up to date on issues in public health and science by signing up and reading Dr. James Lyons-Weiler's latest articles at Popular Rationalism on Substack. Find more information about Popular Rationalism at KimMunson.com. Putting reason into your afternoon drive. This is John Rush. All right, Rush to Reason, Denver's Afternoon Rush, KLZ 560. Had several text messages, by the way, on our topic in the last hour. So thank you all for those. Cowboy boots being another area you don't skimp on. And then we had different comments from even folks up in Wyoming where there's been some really kind of high-end, good, solid steakhouses for years that, frankly, are just not cutting it anymore. And they can go to other, you know, chain-type steakhouses and have just as good of a meal there versus spending all that money on the highfalutin place. Can you name so there some? You go. Can you name some places where they became more competitive by increasing their quality? Where you used to get just kind of, mm. let's face it, kind of crappy food, and now I'm not saying that they've become like the the expensive places, but they've become good enough to where you might opt for that. Well, I'll tell you, and this came up in the text messages today: a Texas Roadhouse, which is you know steakhouse and they kind of have this range of Good meals biscuits, and so on by the way yeah i mean their food i think i don't know that they've changed it purposely andy but i think you know their quality is such that you can spend half of what you would somewhere else and probably end up with a very similar quality steak at the end of the day i agree so that's a good example by the way i like the roadhouse i like their uh, baked potatoes uh, they, loaded you know, down. really, I, I don't, they've got some great pork chops, by the way. I, there really isn't a bad meal there. I have not <clears> had <throat> their pork chops. Pretty their pork killer. chops are delicious, actually. Okay. Yes. Now, here's the other side of the coin, though. You know, we've been ta- we, we've been talking about how there are places where you might want to spend the money because it's just not worth it. You're going to get so much more for your money by spending the money. I right. get that. However, inflation's killing people. People are having to cut back here and there. What are some good places where you can save a buck? And I guess Texas Roadhouse is a good example. Yeah, I, I, I know that's not food. cheap. It's not fast food. But Food's if you want one. a nice dinner, that's a good place to yeah. cut back versus a really expensive place. What are some other ways that you could cut back? Food is always big. And I think the key there is where a lot of folks may not be normally coupon shoppers. If you're ever going to be one, now's the time to do those coupons. There's a lot of folks vying for your business. So what I will tell you all is watch your inboxes, your text messages as well. A lot of these places, if you've signed up for any of their loyalty programs, they're sending you things, buy one meal, get one free, get one 50% off, get one at 20% off, uh, get, you know, like, like, you know, Buffalo Wild Wings the other day had a deal where all of the meals were half off. It was a one-time only offer, but everything was half off. Well, you that's love a Buffalo good, Wild that's Wings. That's a pretty good deal. So you jumped. Half, I jumped on that, of course. What kind of wings do you like there? What are your faves? Oh, the spicier ones. I'm, I'm the spicy guy. I like whatever. Spicier okay. ones. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. me. But, but again, watch those. Watch your inbox for some of those things because every one of these companies is vying for you to come back, and they're enticing you to do so. Take advantage of it. I agree. 
You know, and I shop, Corey and I, we shop at Safeway. Uh huh. Because, you know, everybody sure. shops where it's near. Wherever it's, co- wherever it's close, right. And we use their app and we get deals. Sure. It's great. Yeah. And again, use those. Watch for those coupons that would come via, again, very few things come in the mail anymore, but occasionally you'll get some things in the mail. But watch for the coupons on the same token. Watch for coupons because sometimes people are advertising their company that maybe isn't a great company in the first place and you really don't want to do business with them. So, again, coupons aren't always a guarantee it's going to be a great deal. But, when it comes to the things we're talking about, mainstream restaurants and so on, yes, utilize those. And one thing else, I can almost write an article on this. Utilize your loyalty points. If you are not signed up on the loyalty programs for the places that you frequent, you're missing out. Oh, yeah. Because eventually you build up enough points, you're going to get something for free or a decent discount rewarding you for being a loyal customer. You're you're crazy not doing that, by the way. You're crazy. Okay, so we've talked about food. We've talked about gas. We've talked about a number of things. I want to get a little bigger before we go into break. What about home improvement and landscaping, those kinds of things? Are there ways to save money, or every time you save money, you're just shooting yourself in the foot? What do you think? That's a big topic. Maybe I should talk about this on Fix It Radio on Saturday as well, because it it really does depend on the item, on what we're talking about. There are some things where you can go to the big box stores and save some money, and off you go. Um, And if there's there's not, you know, we'll use a tree, for example. So, you know, you can go to a big box store, buy a two-inch caliper, whatever tree, aspen, go plant it, off you go. I will tell you, though, that your quality of tree even though you're not spending that much more money, would be to go to a regular nursery and buy that at a nursery, not at a local greenhouse where they've bought from the nursery and they've marked it up and now you're paying full retail. No, no, no. Go to the source of where those trees are getting imported into the state and buy it there. And you have to shop to do that. And you'll have to drive a little bit, but it's well worth it. Well, there are so many ways that you can upfront save money, like let's say faucets. You go to the big boss, Correct. The big box stores, but... These cheap faucets, their internal components... They're crap. Yeah, they have plastic and so forth. They wear down, they break down. You're not saving any money buying those. They're junk. Right. Doorknobs, door locks, all those same thing there, Andy. You're not saving any money at the end of the day. Okay, where does John Rush like to get faucets? Things like that. Depends on the faucet. Okay. Take a moment. Typically, well, it depends on the faucet, depends on the application, where it's going... Not a big box store. I'll be honest. I don't buy a faucet at big box stores. You can find a better deal typically online buying a faucet and having it shipped into you for at the same price or in some cases less money than what you're going to get from the Home Depots and Lowe's of the world. True. That's how we got ours. And have better quality at the end of the day. I mean, there's like plumbing.com. I mean, there's plumbing houses out there that will sell you those things for not a whole lot more money than what Home Depot's paying for them. Okay, last question. Maybe you want to answer that this weekend, okay? But I just got to set it up. Most people want to go to the big box stores because you can look at all the boxes, read the stuff on them, and you can understand. If you go online, most people who don't understand faucets or some other things, they don't know what they're looking for. So let's just talk faucets. What would you look for if you go online? How would you shop for these things and get good value? That's one of those areas where you've got to do some research. You've got to know the name brand of what you're looking at. And in every line of with the exception of some really high-end faucets like Delta, Moan, they're going to have a low-end 
and a high end. They build contractor, you know, low grade right. things, and they build some of their high end, what you'd call their elite series, I guess, maybe be the better way to say that. And they kind of have everything in between. So you kind of got to know what series of faucet are you looking at. And by the way, all of them on their manufacturers' websites do a really good job of explaining everything we're talking about, even how the internal components, as you mentioned a moment ago, are made. That and so to me on. is the biggest concern: is yes. the internal components. They'll, and they'll tell you all of that. The other thing to do is go look at some reviews. Most of that's the plus side of the internet today. Most items, without too many exceptions, you can go online and find somebody that's done at least one, if not a half a dozen reviews on a particular product, that exact product you're looking at, to determine is it good, bad, or otherwise. So basically, in a nutshell, don't just shop online, research online, and then shop online. And spend some time. I mean, if, if you're going through the hassle, which you've done, Andy, I've done it, you've done it. If you're going to go through that hassle of a, of a full remodel, whatever area it is, kitchen, bath, whatever. Right. You typically have had some time to decide what you're going to do on the front side. The last thing you want to do is be putting the sink in and say, oh, man, I forgot the faucet, and then run down and go buy a faucet. Just grab one. You, you're, you're just going to wait. You're wasting money because eventually you're going to change that faucet out and put something else in anyways. You're not going to like what you just bought, most likely. Right. So buy, you know, do your research on the front side. And that, I think I think so many people get exhausted by these huge projects to begin with. You're toward the tail end and you're, you're willing to grab whatever. anything. That's true. I'm willing to buy it from some guy out of the back of a van. That's where you Just, shop on the front side. And, and you did this. You know what I'm talking about. Yeah. You do as much as you can on the front side. And I know you can't get every little I dotted and T crossed, but you try to do as much of that as you can and or hopefully have somebody you're working with that can help you with that. And then, you know, walk you through all of that so that you know it's all done correctly at the end of the day. The last thing you want to do, because, by the way, I saw some of this in Arizona. I looked at a few different places down there trying to decide what to, to do along those lines and all of that, you know, and, and, you know, got family there and all that. And the reality is there's some really good stuff on the market. And there's some junk on the market. And that's true in every city, by the way. Every city has that. Okay. And you've got it. You've, my point is, just because something was remodeled doesn't mean it's good. Right. It may say in the listing, remodeled. Um, okay, by whom? Right. And how, how good was it? Because as you know, this, I know we're running out of time here, but as you know, this whole faucet conversation yeah oh there you you talk about i mean it's like buying a yugo versus a ferrari it totally is john i mean oh, okay you remodeled it okay so instead of old crap you slapped in new crap right thank you it's yes. still and not I've gonna last that. it's and still gonna fall apart like crap and i've seen that yes you're exactly right and if you look at a faucet if you just look at the faucet you have no idea what's on the inside and we, we're talking faucets it could be fridges it could, could be, be so anything many yeah could be anything okay could have been the countertop they put in Right. You name it. So, you know, great point. And, okay. and th to me, this is one of those areas when it comes to the remodel side, get your budget handled on the front side. Make sure that you've got things dialed in because that's not an area you skimp on, Andy. All right. You skimp there, you're going to wish you'd not remodel at all. In fact, in some cases, you'd have been better off to have not remodeled at all. Just my, just my two cents on that. You oh. know, you've done it. You've been through that. Okay. Can I set up after the break yes. real quick? Yes. After the break, uh, last, last week, you and I, we made a number, especially me, but we, we, made, did. But we both did, made a number of guesses on... What went into the Trump raid? Why did they do it? Why didn't they do it? Mm -hmm. And I know we toot our own horn now and then here, folks. It isn't bragging. It's letting people know, hey, we kind of know what we're doing. We, yeah. we hit some bullseyes. We did. <laughs> 
and we'll talk we about it when we come back. All right, we'll be right back and talk about that. Affordable interest mortgages next. Speaking of houses, remodels, all those different things, you know what? You may want to pull some money out to do a remodel to improve the value of your house or just have a better living environment. Andy did that years ago. You can do the exact same thing with Kurt Rogers at Affordable Interest Mortgage. Call him at 720-895-0500. With rates on the rise, how do you get the best rate? Take AIM, Affordable Interest Mortgage, 720-895-0500. Did you know that when you get cash out or your FICO score is below a 740 or you're financing a condo versus a single-family home, it will cost you more in rate and fees? Many lenders are charging more. Stop paying it. At Affordable Interest Mortgage, we have lenders that don't charge. Trying to purchase a second home or is your loan amount considered a high balance or jumbo? There they go again, charging you more. Take AIM. 720-895-0500. Let us show you a loan that doesn't charge more. Seeing a low rate but not reading the small print, only to realize all the extra costs and fees? Again, stop. Call 720-895-0500. Affordable interest mortgage. Quit paying fees and closing costs that are unnecessary. Get a low rate without all the extra cost. Let us show you how to save thousands. Call 720-895-0500 now. Affordable interest mortgage. 720-895-0500. Serving Coloradans for over 20 years. NMLS 298-191. Regulated by DORA. Absolute electrical heating and air. Again, we talk about skimping. This is an area you don't want to skimp on as well. Your HVAC, whether it be filtration, whether it be the, the surge protector they can do right now, or the quiet cool system, you name it, Absolute can help you. 720-526-0231. Think about what you have at home right now that could be damaged in a surge. The average home is exposed to thousands of electrical surges every day. Protect yourself from a potentially harmful electrical surge with absolute electrical heating and air today. Most of these surges are harmless, but without the proper surge protection, you face permanent damage to major electrical components. Anything plugged in without internal surge protection is at risk, including your refrigerator, furnace, air conditioning, or dishwasher. Safeguard your assets with surge protection installed by absolute electrical heating and air. Newer appliances usually contain computer chips that are more expensive to replace than to protect. At that point, considering the current chip shortage and wait times, you might as well buy the appliance again. Avoid potential loss. Get a whole home surge protector installed by Absolute Electrical Heating and Air. 720-526-0231 or visit klzradio.com. For quality and service beyond compare, call Absolute Electrical Heating and Air. Group insurance analysts, again, you do not want to skimp on insurance, especially when, really, folks, doesn't matter if it's home, auto, uh, your, your toys, uh, your, your health, you name it. You want good insurance because at the end of the day, uh, the company standing behind it, it, it could be the, the difference between night and day, literally. Uh, group insurance analysts will help you with all of that. They're a broker, so they'll go out and shop it and find you the best company that services you the best. 303-423-0162. Finding insurance can be confusing, and picking the wrong plan can cost you thousands of dollars out of your pocket. You need an independent insurance broker to help you find the best coverage that fits your needs and at the very best premium. Call Paul Lenigro at GIA Insurance and his team of independent insurance specialists will help you find the right plan for your needs. As independent brokers, GIA Insurance does not work for any insurance company. They can shop the market and find you the best premium for the coverage that you need. 
GIA never charges fees and your premiums will never be any higher than going directly to the insurance companies or buying online, receive the local hands-on service you don't get with a call center or going online. Whether it is your home, auto, Medicare, life, ACA, health, or business insurance, GIA has got you covered. They have been doing this as independent brokers since 1984. Call 303-423-0162, extension 100, or go online to e-gia.com. You're listening to Rush to Reason, brought to you by Absolute Electrical Heating and Air. All right, we are back. Myself, Andy, and Charlie. John and Loveland has a question real quick. Go ahead, John. Yeah, John, a uh, quick question. I'm working on my neighbor's town and country, 2014. It's been sitting for a year. Uh, I, my question boils down to, do I put fresh gas in it? Uh, I don't know for sure yes. uh, how much the tank is down. But yes. I'm assuming, yeah, we put fresh gas right if away. You, if you don't, I mean, if you don't know that within six months it's been freshened up, yeah, put new in. Okay. And what other side, side question I've been using the BG products for some time, Good. and I, I, after I add them to my vehicle, I notice the uh, plastic uh, uh, puck in there, and I'm wondering, should I, I've been collecting those, are they worth anything? Or Only to an automotive anything? technician. They've got a SPIF program, BG does, where those guys can earn, oh, I don't know, different types of tools, jackets, things along those lines. It's basically a SPIF, a SPIF program that they have, and they collect those. And a technician, after he gets, I don't know, a stack of those, can trade that in on whatever kind of goodies they've got coming off of the truck. Ah, okay. That's what they're for. All right, so, I mean, yeah, what, what would be a really nice gesture if you know a technician that uses BG and you just walked in and gave them to him? I tell you what, he would think you're the cat's meow. Well, that's what I was thinking myself, so there you it's going to get done. There you okay, go, John. John. Great question, by the way. No, appreciate that very much. And uh, Excellent. Yeah, yeah, it's just a few little attaboys for him that way. Yeah. All right, so what were we right and wrong on a week ago? Um, I'm just going to be honest. We weren't wrong on any. Um, no, not really. Okay, the big, I, I would think. When we're talking, for everybody listening, maybe you just joined us, the Trump rate. Yeah, why Andy did why they do it? it a week ago? Why did they do it? What were their goals? And by the way, when we say they, there are two different groups here. There is the leftist mob. Mm-hmm. Now they're just acting out of rage. We know that they, they want Trump dead. I'm, guys, I'm not. I'm not. No, you're I'm not, not exaggerating. Yeah, I'm not exaggerating when I say that. If he died tomorrow, they'd celebrate. Right. Trust me. You can go look at some of the posts out there and know that I'm what I'm saying is correct. Yeah, they are the Trump derangement pawns. That's right. They're the Trump derangement pawns. When I'm talking strategy, I'm talking about the ones moving the pawns. Okay. okay. So the first one that I said. So we've got the ultimate hater group versus the strategy group. Right. Okay. And we're. Uh, I want to talk the strategy group. Um, I, I said this, and I know it probably sounded at the time rather controversial. It isn't now. I said, this was not meant to stop a Trump, a Trump run in 24, but to ensure it. Okay. This is now, uh, on this one, I'm, this is a lock. I'm going to take a bow. Every article and poll shows they accomplished this. The DeSantis threat is virtually gone. Bill Maher came out, and he was really talking about this, about how this killed DeSantis. Doing this killed DeSantis and ensured that Trump is going to be the candidate in 2024, and that is exactly what the Democrats want, the strategist side. They want him to be their candidate that they face in 24, and they got it. So hats off to him on this. But number two, 
we also said, we both said, yeah, but it could backfire because you're going to make him too sympathetic of a character. And I think it is backfiring. I think it's helping his popularity. And I think mm-hmm. they may have made a bit of a mistake. But it's still better than facing DeSantis. Anything's better than facing DeSantis. They didn't want Although that. they, you know, other than a few of the people we've mentioned in the past, Polis being one of them, right. they don't have a huge bench, folks. No, they I mean, do if not. If you're on the left, good luck because you don't. You might think you do, you don't. Yeah, they're not going to run Tulsi. Come on. You, no, not no. They hate her. They hate her almost as much as they hate Trump. And I'm not. I'm not. I don't think I'm exaggerating when I say that either. Now Andy. that she just hosted Tucker. Oh, she, they they can't stand her. Oh yes. I, I don't. Frankly, I don't know why she's still a part of their party. She's their Liz Cheney right now. Good point. Ooh, yeah. Good point, Andy. John and Cheyenne, what's going on? Hey. Happy Fireless Cheney Day. Hey, hey happy happy, in, happy independent happy um Wyoming Independence Day. Yes. No, I heard that on the radio driving to work this morning. The uh, morning host said today is Fireless Cheney Day in yes. Wyoming. Yes. <laughs> it's wonderful. So, Good for you. Um Andy, uh I was reading the internet and you know everything you read on the internet is correct. Absolutely. All of it. Did, did you know? that the reason they got the warrant was Trump was able to get all these six infinity stones. Ah. <laughs> Good one. You know, I suspected that. And you know where he kept them? In his wife's underwear drawer. That's what I hear. Yeah. That's why they well, had to root through they them. To, they had to go get him before he finished making the gauntlet. Because <laughs> then he would have snapped the Democrats out of existence. And I can't. I can't take credit for that one. That was on the Babylon Bee, which is probably the best satire site out there right now. It is. It's wonderful. <laughs> Thank you, yeah. John. That so, made my day. Uh, I, I thought you guys needed it. You've been too serious. John, Yes. one of the places I found, to go back to the first hour, um, one of the places I found that's gotten better is Chili's. If you're just looking for a casual meal. I was going to mention Chili's. You were? Yeah, they have good fajitas. Charlie just mentioned that, and they do. They, they do, actually. And i got to be and, honest, John. And chips and salsa. John, back in the day, their chips and salsa and, and fajitas really did not impress me. I got them uh, about a year ago. I liked it. We've, we've got one in Laramie that's right across the parking lot from the new movie theater, and that usually is our deal. We'll go see the movie earlier and then stop there for a bite to eat. And What do you get? I've never been let down. The other thing, you were talking about saving money in restaurants, and a lot of people, and you guys wouldn't notice, but people like me who do imbibe in an adult beverage on occasion, that's where they kill you on the check, is on the on the alcohol. It's not on the food. Drinks in general, they do, John. Yeah. Yeah, and, you know, that's what they charge, so that's what they charge. But if you want to save there, like um, the uh, Bloomin' Onion chain, which is out back in Bonefish Grill and right. Carabas, right? right? They have happy hour till 6.30, and, you know, you, you usually you can get a deal on your alcohol. And the other thing that they do, if you're a member of their loyalty club, every fourth visit, they give you $20 off your food, which isn't bad. Where, where is this? Uh, Outback, Carabas, yeah. Bonefoot. Goes Bonf- back to that, you know, keep those reward, re- rewards points going. I have oh, not. Oh, yeah, and. Oh, go ahead, Andy. I'm sorry. Really quick here. I haven't been to a Carabas in ages. Are they still pretty good? I used to really mm-hmm. like it there. Yeah, yeah the, the one in Fort Collins on Harmony is we've never had 
a bad meal or bad service there. So until I get one or the other, I'll keep going back because it's it's the what I grew up with in Brooklyn. But you know, nice. It's kind of hard find that Italian style mm-hmm. food, but it's good for what it is. And you know, Outbacks have become like hit and miss. You go to one and the food's great. You go to the next one and it's like because they're all owner operated. Yep. John, that is a great yep. point. They yep. really are. Yep. Well, John, this is one for you since you used to have John's 4x4 in Fort Collins. Mm-hmm. The Outback on Harmony went out of business and closed down during wow. COVID at the end of COVID. Wow. That's awful. That place, yeah, that's not good. If you remember that, yeah. that place used to be packed yeah. every day. Yeah. But, yeah, I, and for it to go out of business, I got to think that either a new owner took it over and he just let it go to pot because hmm. other than that, you know, Outback, a lot of people like Outback just because it's like going to Texas Roadhouse or Chili's or anything. You know what you're going to get when you walk in, and if it's good, you'll come back again. You know, the last couple times I've been to both, i got to be honest, I enjoyed Roadhouse more, which kind of surprised me. I used to like Outback more. Me too, but I'm with Andy now. Mm-hmm. I, I didn't think I'd yeah. ever say that, but I'm with Andy. The only problem I ever have with Texas Roadhouse, the one here in Cheyenne, is it is so loud in there all the time. They are loud. It's like, yes, they are here okay. too. Yes, they are loud. Okay, so it's just not the, it's just not the one here in Cheyenne. No, they are just that way. Loud. Yep. Yeah, because it's, it's hard to have a conversation sometimes. Agree. That's a good point. I like it. All right, got to run. John, thanks. I got to run. Appreciate it very much. We'll take our last break here. Uh, Gino's Auto Service coming up next, folks. They want to take care of you, your vehicle. Again, as I mentioned all the time, if it's been in water, hopefully it hasn't been. But if it has, you need to get that in, get it inspected. Gino's can do that for you as well. 303-794-6700. Now is the time to take advantage of Gino's Auto Service's air conditioning recharge special. We're off to a very hot start to summer here in Colorado. Refrigerant in your air conditioning systems needs to be able to absorb heat to cool your vehicle's interior. But refrigerant gets contaminants, evaporates, and breaks down over time. We use a cooling machine that takes out the refrigerant, cleans it, and we put it back, topping off with Freon at the right level. Stay cool this summer by making sure your system is up to date and ready for this year's summer heat. As members of Colorado Auto Care, we'll back it up with Napa's nationwide 36,000 miles or 36 months peace of mind warranty. Give us a call or go online to schedule an appointment. To make your life simpler, Geno's offers loaner vehicles so you can drop your car off and pick it up when ready. We're AAA approved and located at Bulls and Platte Canyon. We invite you to check out all our Google reviews. Stop in or visit us online at genosautoservice.com. That's Geno's with a J. Golden Eagle Financial. Al Smith, again, wants to help you with all of your financial planning. He is a financial planner. 303-744-1128. A trustworthy advisor who's well-equipped to manage your assets before and after your retirement is essential in ensuring the longevity of your nest egg. Al Smith with Golden Eagle Financial has a fiduciary duty to act in your best interests, so he cannot allow his own motives to interfere with the satisfactory fulfillment of that duty. Al knows the stress of planning for retirement and the worry that comes along with the proper allocation of your wealth. Giving you affirmation is one of his top priorities when working with something as valuable as assets that in most cases took a lifetime to accumulate. So when you place a portion of your assets under management with Al Smith, you'll know your money is positioned well. Al Smith makes you feel safeguarded from potential situations that could affect your financial health regardless of your retirement status. Make an appointment with Al Smith now 
Visit klzradio.com slash money or call Al Smith at 303-744-1128. That's 303-744-1128. All right, thinking of buying, selling, we've talked a lot about remodels and things like that. Andy and I have here in the last couple of hours. If that's you and you're looking to do something different, KNR Home Transitions, Catherine and Robin, they'd love to help you with whatever you're going to do real estate-wise. 720-437-8210. Renting is not an investment. Catherine and Robin, co-founders of K&R Home Transitions, want you to focus on building your wealth through a home purchase. By continuing to rent from others, you're robbing yourself of an investment that gives you potential to grow your wealth. Equity is capital in your home, and you can build that equity up over time. You want to increase your financial worth, so why not also do that with your home too? With help from K&R Home Transitions, you can learn how to climb the property ladder to turn a profit. Once you're invested, you can use your equity to keep moving upward with help from Catherine and Robin at K&R Home Transitions. Get ideas that build the financial momentum of your home investment with experts like Catherine and Robin. So kick off your journey and start building your wealth wisely with K&R Home Transitions. Visit klzradio.com home to invest in your home. Your business is eating you away because it's eating your time away. John Rush with Rush Media Consulting can help you by turning your business into passive income. Time is energy and money. So set up your one-on-one Rush Media business consultation and ensure that your business runs itself. Otherwise, you just own a job. Chances are you're working too many hours. You need to preserve your valuable time because unlike money, you can't get it back. The longer you spend on the fence about what to do, the less time you have. Do not squander the precious moments you have with your family, doing things you love, and enjoying life. Your business is your living, so it should let you live. John Rush at Rush Media Consulting gives you the chance to take the value of your time seriously by making your business work for you. Email John Rush right now to set up a free business consultation at john at rushtoreason.com. That's J-O-H-N at rushtoreason.com. Or visit rushmediainc.com. Now back to Rush to Reason on KLZ 560. Somebody texted as well and said that the Outback in Longmont is also closed. So, man, some of those guys have not done Uh, You know, this is all on Polis. For how much he shut these places down, for how long, for the restrictions he put on them, I'm sorry, but he crushed them. And a lot of businesses are gone that shouldn't be, and it's because of Jared Polis. Well, I had in my notes, we're not going to have time to get into this in great detail, but Andy, I had in my notes a title, Activists Screw Up Everything. They do. <laughs> it's just the title Because I they had. don't care about no. what you want to pay for. No. They don't care about the customer. They care about their agenda. Prime well, example. You're well, not you're not going to a restaurant to buy someone's agenda. Go yeah. ahead. Prime example. This was in the Colorado Sun. There's a bunch of activists, doctors, up in the Jefferson County airport area, which I know it's not Jefferson County anymore, it's the Rocky Mountain Regional Airport, but they're all mad because they still use leaded fuel in a lot of the older airplanes and things that are up there. They want them to stop. So they're signing this big petition to try to get Jeffco to mandate that they cannot use leaded fuel at that airport any longer. Blah, 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 blah. Ridiculous. Ridiculous. Yeah, totally ridiculous. Get the hell out of their lives. Pardon me for saying that, but that's that's what I can say. The funniest thing about this article is they want people that are in with a mile and a half radius to be testing their children to see if they have any kind of high lead content in their blood and so on, a simple blood test. 
And I got to thinking, hang on, I got to do the math here. Mile and a half, mile and a half means there's no one there. Right. Because literally in that airport, there's not too many people within a mile and a half of that airport. So good luck on that one. Yeah. So if, why bother is my point. Just go away, people. Go, go find something else to bother. Run your own life. Good gravy. And by the way, a lot of these people who want to run everybody else's lives can't run their own. It's true. They got to be they got to be herded like cattle. Mm-hmm. They they absolutely cannot run their own lives, so they run everybody else's. Mm-hmm. Can't stand them. Yep. Um, got some other text messages that I will mention uh, later as well. Thank you, by the way, for all the text messages. A lot of text messages came in on those topics we had today, so that was very uh, hot topic. Thank you. I will. I. I am reading all of them. I'll go through them, respond as I can. And some of you are just really even giving kudos to some of the the, uh, the sponsors, the partners that we have here, Absolute High Five and others. So, you know, thank you for that as well. Thank you for using them. And I, I don't say this enough. When you do, I'm sure you do this, but when you do, please make sure you tell them you heard them here. Really, it does help us a lot as well. It really helps us a lot. You know, one thing that's really nice, John, is to know that when people go and see our advertisers, they're treated well. Yeah, and again, if you're not, let me know, and I'll step in. I, typically, that's what we do here, and I will tell you that, you know, like Absolute, I use them myself. I don't think we have a single advertiser I don't use myself. It's what we do. It's how we vet them and so on, so they're all they're all just solid. And, but anyways, thank you all for, for uh, saying that, because I do appreciate that very much. That does not fall on deaf ears, so even though I don't respond to every single text message right away, I do read them. Thank you. I'm acknowledging that. I do appreciate it. Continue to do so. Sometimes I can mention it on air. Sometimes I can't. It just depends on what the message involves. Sounds good. So, but I, I do appreciate each and every one of them. That I didn't have any idea that what Andy started would would be so <laughs> would be so popular. Oh, it's, it's great. And I, Sorry, I, I had compl- no, no idea that I'm not I was complaining. It's great. It's I did been not, fabulous. I didn't know I was opening a can of worms. No, but I've I enjoyed just... it. It's been it's been absolutely great. But you know, back real quick. We only got a minute or so left. But back sure. to the activists screw up everything. They really they screw up everything. If you want to know why something is a certain way, typically an activist is the one that screwed it up. You know what activists... And by the way, that's on both sides of the aisle. It is, but it's mostly on the left. It is. You know what their biggest goal is? The left wants to do to businesses what they've done to schools. Screw them up. Control them. Yes. Yes. We want to make you... Now, we've made your kids learn what we want. Now we want to make you live what we want by running your business. Yeah. I've got a... Along these same lines, I have a guest tomorrow that's going to be joining us talking about how a lot of moms now have drank this whole Kool-Aid on the transgenderism thing and are the ones encouraging their kids to become transgender as much as anybody else in their life is. What is wrong with that, Andy? No, they're just these are, these are parents that need a lobotomy. They, they are. Literally. They're sick. Put a new brain in them they because are they're sick. as dumb as a rock. Yeah. You want to, like, surgically alter a kid? Unbelievable. I'm, You're out of your mind. Again, have a guest tomorrow that's going to talk about it. These are things that are happening as we speak. And this, again, this comes, I believe, these, these are the same type of individuals that will be activists at the same time. Because they're, active, they're activists in their kids' lives. They'll be at another places, trust me. Trust Absolutely. Me. And by the way, John, um, I'd like to ask them, have uh, those days where we didn't push kids into this, did it wreck them? Just growing up like a boy and a girl, did no. it ruin kids? No, it no. did not. Hour three is next. Don't go anywhere, guys. This is Rush to Reason, Denver's Afternoon Rush, KLZ 560.